0: Welcome to Peak Mind, I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm here today to share about one of the most important tools that you can have in your toolbox. And that, my friends, is boundaries. What do I mean by boundaries? Boundaries are the invisible lines we set with ourselves and others to protect our inner peace. And I don't know about many of you but I can say from personal experience that I was not always good at setting boundaries. In fact, I'm still working on it because I am a recovering people pleaser slash nice guy. And what that has meant for me through the course of my life is that I had a bit of a martyr complex. Like, give me your shit. Give me your your troubles, your challenges. I'll take them on. And uh, projections. Thank you very much. I'll take them all. And while I thought that that was of service, there was a piece of me that felt like, okay, if I somehow bring myself down, there'll be more of a, of a camaraderie, more of a, um, you know, the other will somehow be improved by me bringing myself down with their problems, challenges, etc., And of course, that's a totally fallacious notion. That is, there's absolutely no uh, degree of truth in when we compromise ourselves or make ourselves smaller, we are somehow making another person bigger. And if we are in a relationship where we think that is the case, that is a massive red flag. And that is not your relationship. So in, in essence... We wanna be in win-win relationships, right? We wanna be in a paradigm where we win when other people win and vice versa. And the way that we do that is we surround ourselves with batteries, people that charge us up and become very mindful of black holes, the people that suck our energy, that that, that pull us down. And one of the ways in which we can preserve our energy so that we can be the batteries that we wanna be out in the world Is by uh, setting effective boundaries and there will inevitably in life be people who want something from you, want to dump on you, want you to fix something, fix them, um, take on their shit, take on responsibilities for the agreements they have with other people. There's a lot of energy leakage and courting that happens energetically. Where people want uh, you to gossip with them, to uh, to basically come down to their level in, in some per- perception that that you are soothing them, that you are that you are in solidarity with them, and in part, I think there's a human aspect to this, right? That's deeply human, wherein we look for shared ground, mutual ground, and there can be tremendous affinity in sharing ourselves vulnerably. But I would say the timing and the people with whom we choose to share that vulnerability requires an astute awareness. In other words, don't share with just anyone vulnerably because that can also uh, come back at you. Uh, It can also turn you into a black hole, so to speak, energetically. And not everyone deserves your innermost truth. So what I'm encouraging here is, is sort of taking yourself to the inner gym and as you strengthen the muscles, as we do in a gym, you strengthen your inner sensitivity and your inner sensibility around when and where it is appropriate to define your boundaries. And this is likely in accordance with your vision, your values. Uh, a clear sense of who you want to be in the world and what you're looking to call in, what you're calling forward, who you're calling forward with you as you sail towards that that true north that only you know, right? We all have, I think, our own unique song, our own um, aspect of ourselves that is our gift to the world. But we can only share that gift when we are not courted by all these different energies and, and therefore diminished in our capacity to share our song. There's a, a famous myth, as many of you may know, um, called the Odyssey. And Odysseus is led to this this rocky shore by these seductive sirens singing a song that has led many sailors to their, to their demise. And I think we have to be especially careful about the seductive songs. And each of us will have something that has a particular gravity for us and and may not serve us. And so I think we need to be especially acutely aware of wherein we need to establish boundaries to protect that inner peace, right? So as we, 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 we can sing our song and not crash into the, the rocks of other people's agendas that do not serve us. And I think in that process, one of the things that becomes extremely important is having practices and an awareness that enable you to stay sensitive to stay at center so I can say for me this past weekend I was uh, I definitely had some boundaries crossed and for me my tendency is not to actually reach out to people because I don't want to be a burden other people so I I self-regulate generally speaking that means going into nature uh, this past weekend I went to Temescal hiked had a beautiful uh, hike up to the the clouds and exerting myself, sweating, moving. Moving is one of the best things we can do to change our state. And also for me to get perspective, a perspective that you can only find in nature. And when we do that, when we take that time to reconnect with our center, then we can reattune ourselves to our awareness and establish a sensible reply. I would encourage people to feel, for example, when, they're, when their boundaries have been crossed, to feel the anger of it. Obviously, in the moment, if you can establish calmly, rationally, a boundary, uh, beautiful. But otherwise, I personally would encourage you to find a way to graciously walk away and give yourself the gift of returning to center before you reply. Because oftentimes, if you reply from a place of reaction, it will lead to a further cleanup Necessary. Uh, in other words, if you are a conscientious human and you just decide in anger you're gonna, you know, spew all the things you think about this situation, that can lead to burn bridges as well as um, a lot more cleanup, and uh, for you energetically as well. So, so I think it's imperative to really think about how do we find and return to center, and also what are the activities that have a tendency to take us off center. So for me, for example, I would share that um, drinking alcohol would would be in that category. Uh, I noticed that, I'm not, and I'm not talking about excessive drinking, like after a night of a couple of drinks, generally the next day, my sensitivity was off. It's like my antenna was in the clouds and I was far more likely to make decisions. And I'm not talking about hugely negative decisions, but, you know, to eat, less nutritious foods, comfort foods, to feel more emotionally at effect to the things that were happening around me. And so I think as we come into a greater sensitivity around those inputs that don't serve us, that's another opportunity to establish boundaries, to fortify that center, that center within ourselves, that intuition. Because ultimately, in my view, our intelligence center is not just our head, right? Actually, and i'm doing work with a with a somatic coach at the moment and it's tapping me more deeply into the intelligence of the heart and the gut and all of us have these divine intelligences these guidance systems these inner gpss that 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 are are wanting to navigate us towards that true north but only when we're truly attuned and when we are at center can we actually receive the information that wants to come through and it's my belief that we are all antennas and that we are all part of a, a much larger information system. I don't know if you've seen Fantastic Fungi but it talks about uh, the mycorrhizal and how trees for example communicate through this vast highway of information that the uh form in the soil and I believe That sort of in the ether, we all have our own uh, intelligence systems. We are all interconnected, all interdependent, and we have access to profound amounts of information if we allow ourselves to receive it, if we get out of our own ways, and if we allow ourselves to be centered and to be in the listening for that which wants to emerge through us. And one of the best ways to stay in this place is to know... To become aware of when you are thrown off center, when people are knocking on your boundaries, and to have a practice to bring yourself back to center, and then to communicate effectively when you need to establish a boundary. And for me, this is about gracious, radical honesty. If I feel like, for example, someone's sharing a story and it's a story I can't really do anything about and is going to likely be triggering or bring me down energetically, I've now, instead of just listening and knowing, oh man, this is going to weigh on me, I'll say, look, I'm not bypassing here. If I can have some agency and affect this in a positive way, please please share it with me. But I also, um, you know, am a deeply sensitive human and also I generally am an action oriented human. So unless it's profoundly serving you or me in sharing, do you mind if we uh, talk about something else? I'm just making that up on the spot, but ostensibly that, that spirit, right? And, you know, if someone makes a request that doesn't resonate with you instead of the people pleaser being like, yes, you know, um, being comfortable saying no, or being comfortable sharing what you, what you are available for. I think that's a beautiful way to express it. You know, I'm not available for this request but I am available for X, Y, and Z, you know? So I think as we get clearer in who we are and what we're a stand for, we, we can become clear with others about what we're available for and, and who we're available for and what, what we're a yes to and what we're a no to. And the people in your life that are your people, you know, your true people will absolutely respect that. Does that mean that we never make mistakes, that we never veer off course? Of course not. But as you develop more effective boundaries and a a practice of coming back to center, you can more effectively know when you have breached a boundary. And by the way, boundaries can change, right? You have full agency to re-articulate, re-express and move your boundaries. But, but becoming aware of your inner landscape and establishing those, those, those contexts with yourself and others around where you feel safe, where you feel held, where you feel in your power, where you're able to protect your peace. These are essential awarenesses and essential skills. And your ability to communicate that which you are a stand for and that which you are not available for is one of the most profound tools that you can exhibit both, I think, in your own inner development as well as in the context of right relation with other people. So I hope you guys found this valuable. Uh, It's been really up for me. Uh, If you have any comments around how you set effective boundaries or any insights, perspectives, books that you think would be helpful for others, uh, please feel free to share in the comments, Uh, message me, anytime at Michael Trainer across social. Um, And I love hearing your feedback. I love your insights. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're doing beautifully. And uh, here's to effective, nourishing, clarifying boundaries and the peace that they afford.